Developed for artists and creatives, Life Unlocked is an ongoing self-documentary covering topics that help you deepen your creative process. I surface the themes that have made a difference in my own artistic journey to create what I call a thought starter, something that you can consider in your own process, in your own path. I don't believe anyone can tell you how to make your art, but when you begin to ask yourself the right questions, that's when you see your work begin to shift. I decided to go with this ongoing series because it's very symbolic of the creative journey. I felt like this was a style that all of us as artists and creatives could relate to, and to be honest, it really challenges me to capture the rawness and the realness, to really step outside of being overly polished, which I think all of us are <laughs> frankly a little tired of. I like telling stories in different media, so you'll find Life Unlocked on YouTube, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, on medium.com, and I've been known to share a thing or two on Instagram. I'm looking forward to getting to know you personally, so I'm hoping you'll come say hello on hillarybassettross.com, where I have all kinds of resources to help you out. If you do enjoy this, you can help me out by sharing it with your friends. Enjoy. One of the challenges that comes from living in this time where we have access to an infinite amount of information is that we start to, um, how do I want to put this? We start to listen to people far too much. Here's what I mean. Because we are living in a time where all of a sudden we can access all kind of information, we're also living in a time where anyone can start to make money online. Pair that with why people go looking for information. It's because they have some type of a question, they have a problem they want to solve, they have something they're looking for. When individuals start to meet this need with information, that's when they can start to monetize it. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into that, but what I'm doing here is providing an example of we need to recognize that a lot of times the information that is out there, quite frankly, is not serving you. A lot of the information that is out there is not coming from a place that will always help you. Some, some of it is very helpful, but sometimes a lot of it is just to provide more content on the web so that one can get more clicks and likes and links in, um, linked, uh, people linking to their content so that they build more of their online brand so that they make more money because this is the ultimate goal of a lot of individuals who are producing content on the internet, you need to also recognize that sometimes what is being presented to you is not going to serve you. An area where I find this particularly poignant for creatives is that there is an overabundance of how to on the internet in terms of how to, how to build a brand, how to create a 
blog that succeeds, how to blah, 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 blah. If you go online right now and you start looking for some of these things, you will probably never end. Uh, you, you will be online for the next 12 hours going through stuff. And quite frankly, a lot of it won't really, uh, rock your world, so to speak. The reason why this is significant is because we have come to the place where we look to the internet to find information. The challenge is a lot of times there are some subtle things that it is informing us of. And a lot of times when they are from some of these lower vibrations, they tend to present information that comes forth in an authoritative manner, yet is providing information that is not helpful, not salient, and not true to who you are. This is a particularly important thing to discuss because I know that it was something that I really was challenged with, not just via the internet, but in the society and in our culture. We have very specific ideas about what an artist is and is not. We have very specific ideas about what type of personal brand will and will not deserve attention. We have specific ideas about who you're allowed to be in order to be worthy of professional respect, of winning a gallery show, of stepping into all kinds of different opportunities. And this is something that I really want everyone to really bring an awareness to because a lot of times what has happened for many of us is that these little subtle suggestions have actually veered us away from who we actually are creatively, personally, emotionally. <laughs> and the challenge is that our genius is in fact in there, but we've shoved it so far down because we've been so busy listening to what some of these, these um, 10 tips for how to get to have a professional brand online. The test that I like to use when I'm thinking about things is, did this come from, from me? Did I get an idea that seemed to have come from out of nowhere and within myself, I'm excited about the idea and it feels interesting and like something that I would like to pursue? If the answer is yes, I try to write it down, hold on to that, think about that. The process that a lot of us experience and that I struggle with a lot of times as well is that I'll get an idea, I'll, I'll be in love with it, I'll be like, oh, that makes sense, that'd be great, I'll do this. And then I think, oh, but you know what? I read this blog post that said, mm, you really shouldn't do that. Oh, but you know what? There aren't that many you know, people who really combine this and uh, let's see if I start to bring in all that I am, if I start to mix all of these capabilities that I have, it will confuse people. People know me as a designer and they know me as a writer, but if I start speaking and, and bringing in a little bit of my, my jokes and my comedy, it's going to confuse people. They're just not going to understand. When we have tasked ourselves with finding the best of ourselves, 
we cannot shut down our inner creativity. We cannot shut down this inner inspiration, this flow of ideas of us being who we are. We cannot stop it because we read a blog post that said something. The difference is we allow everything to come forth. We write it down and we explore it and we start to really interrogate it, really look at it and think, what about this? What about this idea feels natural for me? That's your first question. What about this feels so much like it is exactly what I would do, that I would come up with? Secondly, how is this unique in the grander sphere of, I don't like the term marketplace, um, the grander sphere of the ecosystem of other creative voices? How is this unique in the grander sphere? That's your second question. The third question, how could this idea carry my message? How could this carry my message? A lot of times when you have one of these unique ideas that just comes from out of nowhere, comes from you, comes from within, it comes to you because it will carry your message better than some fucking blog post from someone who has no idea what they're talking about. As I've put together my work and my process, I have a few, few little guidelines that I look back to just to, to give myself a little bit of a a little bit of a pep talk from time to time, a little bit of strength and to remember, um, what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And I'm like everybody else. Like there are days when I'm like, oh, oh boy, <laughs> this is, yeah, this is unlike anything that I've ever seen. And there are moments when that is so empowering, it's intoxicating. And there are times when that's downright exhausting. So I have a few guidelines uh, that I've written down for myself to remind myself. And one of them is I will not accept judgment from those who are not on the path and are not in the arena. The man in the arena quote is something that I think you should have tattooed on your body. It should be <laughs> engraved in your your floor, it should be posted to your wall, it should be framed, it should be read on a daily basis. And that's something that I keep on my, um, on my site. Uh, it will be part of this for you to read. It's a Teddy Roosevelt quote um, about the man in the arena. And the, the essence of it, the message, is that don't accept any judgment from someone who doesn't have the balls to get out there and do it for him or herself. When we start to step into this creative path, it is a journey of commitment and it's a, it's a deep, deeply seated commitment of unlocking something so powerful within yourself. It will change you. It will change how you see the world around you it's going to change the, the quality of work that you bring and it's going to take you to completely new levels 
in your work and frankly, in your being, in your very being. But it is difficult. And there are not a lot of us who feel, feel so compelled to, to walk this path and walk this journey. And not surprisingly, those around us who don't feel this strong a pull will have opinions about your life and they'll have opinions about how you do what you do and the choices you make and why you're saying no to that barbecue or going out drinking because you want to get a good sleep because you have a sense that you're going to have a big studio day the next morning. I mean, maybe you don't include those details. I certainly don't. But the commitment that we have is going to be met with resistance. And it's because those individuals do not understand. To have this this call within yourself, this need, this urge to be a creative and to be committed on this path is a lifestyle. It is part of who you are. And I firmly believe that you have it because you have something magical that is waiting to come out. The rest of the world does not know how to unlock that within you, which is a lot of the reasons why most of us struggle. It's why most of us struggle to figure out, what do I do with this? I have this bizarre need to make things. Why? What am I supposed to make? And what I'm making is shit right now and I hate it. It's part of the path. It's part of the path. So what brings me peace a lot of times when I'm engaged, um, engaging with others who don't seem to understand this is I will not accept judgment from those who are not on the path and not in the arena. When we are committed creatives, when we are true artists, we recognize that our work is a journey And we don't expect every single thing that we produce to be a breakthrough. We don't ask that of the work. We commit to the path and we commit to the lifestyle and we commit to to training and to creating the opportunity and to learning and to growing and to expanding. And as we commit to this and practice and learn how to get out of the way, that's when breakthroughs happen. But this is a very distinct difference. We do not ask our, we don't step up to the canvas or sit down at the keyboard and say, you better show me something. You better show me something. You better get me that big win, that huge account, this major breakthrough. You better put me on the map with this. There is something magical waiting inside of you. If you feel that you are constantly compelled to create something, to make something. I'm here to tell you there is something waiting to come out. And as you commit to this process and to this journey, you'll be able to see what that is. I hope that this collection of audios helps you get closer and closer to your creative potential. If you'd like to get to the best work you've ever done, make sure you take a look at my training on cultivating your creative voice. It's a self-paced guided program that helps you pull out your unique style and unleash your potential onto your work, regardless of whether you're a writer, a designer, a filmmaker, an illustrator, a photographer, a fashion designer, and any other type of artist there is. I'm really looking forward to getting to know you personally. So go ahead and come say hello and take a look on hillarybassettross.com. Thank you so much for listening. 
See you next time.